Welcome to the Daniel Burke Show. I want to create a hundred episodes of podcast. The longest Snapchat I've ever felt. One a day. Coming on. No real purpose. Coming on. No real topics to cover. Coming on. Just me talking. Coming on. Coming on. Three, two, one. What is going on, guys? Welcome back to day 27 of the Daniel Burke Show. Woo! We are here live from Madison Square Garden. Just kidding, we're in my bedroom. Got an amazing guest today, one of my lifelong friends. We've known each other for about a number of years. <laughs> I can't remember. That's how good of a friend I am. We've got none other than the voice of the intro. You might recognise him from uh, the last 15 or so episodes. We've got my boy Roscoe, a.k.a. Rockos, a.k.a. Rosie, a.k.a. The Bachelor 2K16, a.k.a. Christopher Rosewan. Give it up. Give it up. Give it up. Thank you, mate. Welcome. Great Welcome to, be here. to the show. We've yeah. got a... We've got a... Let me my just paint... Chris. Let me just... <laughs> <laughs> his, his name's Chris. I, he feel naked. I feel like I need a, a camera to look in because I'm feeling naked. <laughs> you feel naked? Yeah. <laughs> like I don't have anything to focus on? Yeah, that's that's the... That's crazy about voice. You just do it like, into a big bloody stick. We have to look at each other kind of thing. It's weird. Hey man, no, I'm looking at that big black ball of the speaker and you. <laughs> Let me just paint a picture for like you guys. All things twenty-seven, I'm bringing it down. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to kill this. Yeah, rest yeah. in peace. Like everything <laughs> that turns twenty-seven, it's going to be killed tonight. Reckon we'd be on par with Heath Ledger after tonight. Yeah, was and, he twenty-seven? Um, Hendrix, Hendrix, and Amy Winehouse. Yeah, yeah. Kurt Cobain. I used, I used to have <laughs> If I've got four more years left That's another at least 200 podcast episodes So <laughs> hopefully some sort of AI can bring me back after then Yes, yes Just yes. take all my voice recordings and generate a new person Anyway, if I die, make me the voice of the next Siri yes. so, <laughs> you got a good voice um, Let me just paint a picture for y'all We're sitting in my room, we've got a chessboard here Roscoe doesn't know how to play chess, but I'm going to teach him during this episode. Not really. The only gonna... thing I know is pawn. <laughs> <laughs> P-A-W-N or P-O-O-N? Uh, uh, no comment. No comment. No comment. Let's not. Let's not. Have you seen that show? What's it called? Pawn Stars. Yeah. You know I've been to that actual place. You know that guy's a millionaire? Like, hard-ass millionaire? Yeah, they still run that, that little pawn shop. And they own clubs. Like, they own, like, big clubs in... Um, Las Vegas, like, uh, like stuff in the Bellagio and stuff. Bullshit. Yeah, hundred percent. Because old mate, that um, Chum Lee, Chum Lee, yeah, boy, he's a DJ. <laughs> sure, Berkey got me a T-shirt one day from um, Vegas when he went. It was just the worst material ever, and it had Chum Lee on it. It was pretty sick. Terrible story. But um, no, no Chum Lee is actually a promoter and owner. I thought of you club. loved it. Do you still have that shirt? No. Oh, no. After <laughs> all I've given you, I've given. This man has literally half my wardrobe. Because we yeah. are the same size, hashtag same size. Hashtag same size, only the boys get that. But, I love your clothes. <laughs> so can I just say, when your mum does buy you, or your dad does buy you new clothes, yeah. you get them to buy you, not bigger, longer. <laughs> there's, I don't a know, serious length, there's a serious length issue between you and me. I You're like six inches taller than me. My stern would have another inch on you, I reckon. Three, yeah. two inches. I don't. I've never analysed my body proportions, but I think I'm short on the thigh, long on the shin, oh. and short on the torso. 
No, you're. I reckon you're the closest to being like, like probably out of the few people that are actually really close with, being very important. Yeah. Wow. No, that's 100%. a good. That's a good boost to the ego. Yeah. Really. You Thank actually, you. And you, yeah, definitely. But um, I love you, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I reckon I have short legs. Short. No, I have long, <laughs> lower legs. Short upper legs. A long sternum, sternum, then long bridge, and then a short, just a big trunk, upper of the sternumus. <laughs> no, that's it. And the 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 long elongated arms, the big yeah, wings, the thirty foot wingspan, yeah, yeah. the boxer, <laughs> the big uh, Boeing, seven four seven. Yeah. Anyway, back to Chum Lee. I did I tell you that I saw Dude, Chum Lee? Did actually tell them where we met? Disneyland. <laughs> where are good people meet? <laughs> Happiest place on earth, man. <laughs> uh, I believe it was... I'm going to go out on a limb here and say... Uh, it was before year eight. Mm. Yeah, do you remember that? Swim, swimming. Yeah. At my I dad's swim too. club. Yeah. So my dad, my family used to run a swim business. And not not anymore, but we are... Very successful business too, as well, like... Give them all credit. Mate, they did a very good job. They touched, had like six, so many people as well. 600 plus swimmers at a time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah massive squads. Yeah. yeah. It was huge. It and was. Real pros. Like a lot of like good swimmers come out of it too. Yeah. Like, Dad had a few national swimmers. Mm. None to the international level, I don't think. But he, he was just. He but loved mate, it. that's pretty good coming out of a 25 meter pool. Yeah. In, like 25, yeah. At Coops. Like, yeah. That's Cast it on. Not, yeah. not, not even Olympic sized pool. Yeah. Anyway, that's a story for another episode. I'll get my dad on the show one time because uh, he'll have some great stories. But, yeah, I do remember it. I remember it briefly. We were in the pool or I was there or something and then I remember I sort of knew you from school but didn't didn't really know you. Yeah. And your sister was there, I think? Yeah, we just, we just um, me, and my, me and my sister got enrolled to do a bit of swimming because, um, I don't know, I think mum and dad wanted me to start doing it a bit more. And um, yeah, happened to strum along into Paddy Burke's thing, and he was like, he was a tough teacher, but like, oh really, yeah, really good though. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He taught me how to turn, tumble turn. Yeah, yeah. It's a big part. Of I love that. Yeah. yeah, I love tumble turning. And I still um, do it. Go I think for a swim in the kitty you know pool. what I remember. I actually yeah. remember you and me was <laughs> were like, I don't know. I know I was really self conscious back then, and I used to wear a rashy. Every yeah. time I go for a swim, and I think you were saying, and I remember looking over and seeing this co- this kid in a rashy, and I'm like, yeah, that brother knows what's up. Yeah, <laughs> the rashy boy. Yeah, it's a tough kid when you're thirteen. No, you I was. On a little. <laughs> I yeah, I I definitely patched it on a little, yeah. and I was I was the same story. Yeah, wearing a rashy sucked because you just like just dragged. Just <laughs> <laughs> nothing but drag. <laughs> You'd be like flat out like going in. forty seven yeah. fifty three. <laughs> you're like. Longer than that, yeah, yeah like a true. minute, <laughs> like forty second. That's only double the Olympic record. Honestly, <laughs> at least triple. Yeah, um, true. You finish your teammate. Yeah, rookie yeah, era. These, these are really cool cups. Yeah, we got some good cups. Twin layer, so it keeps you. Mate, this cool. sh- uh, this show it's is fancy. Yeah, I tell you, come on this show. Look at this. I got this table. It's rich mahogany. <laughs> rich mahogany. This chessboard, although it looks plastic, is not. Yeah, no, it's no, it's yeah. also rich mahogany. Yeah, it's yeah. built into the table. Too bad I don't know a thing about it. <laughs> <laughs> and these glasses, yeah, they're actually crystal. Yeah, nice. Nice. Right. Uh, rashy boys. Yeah, you get dragged down. Yeah, but probably but I was first... I was definitely self conscious when I was 
that age, but not so much. Do you anymore. think like um yeah no nah, yeah tough time I agree. Um, do you think that one of our first like interactions and altercations was <laughs> I know what you're gonna say here <laughs> was grade eight words out of your mouth. Yeah. grade eight rugby, rugby. <laughs> yeah. So, what the fuck are you doing here, yeah. man? So I, I, come to, I come to a new school. Let's paint, paint a picture like for that. the boys. I come to a brand new school as a 14 year old boy. Yeah. You started in year eight. And See, I'd already been there from year five, like running the show. Yeah. Yeah. And so you were just like, you had so many friends. You, you already established a, quite a good spot in the, the atmosphere. The of, hierarchy. Yeah, the hierarchy of the, that group. Yeah. And I like got caught up from like grade eight Ds to run on with, I think the A's or the B's or something. Well, in rugby, yeah, eight eight teams, which is like the fourth division. Yeah, yeah. And you were, I think, a a prop or something for them. And I'm about to run. What was I doing? And you, and you go, what the fuck are you doing here? (laughs) And like, I knew no one. I was like, what? I'm just like, I'm just. What a what a prick I was. I'm just playing. Well, maybe I didn't even say anything, but in my head, I'm just like, I'm just playing. And then, uh, yeah, and then I just turn around. I was such a prick. I could have. Like, yeah. tarnished your entire, like, rest of your life from then. Nah, you strengthen me, you toughen me up. Yeah, that's that's what I do, man. I'm an enabler. I break people, <laughs> and then I bring them in and mend yeah. them. I build, build them up, break them down, and then Here rebuild them. Mended. <laughs> Here we are. What is it? How long ago was year eight? 2006. Bruh. Ten years. Over a decade. Yeah. We missed a ten-year reunion. Fuck. Far out. No, we didn't. We've only been out of school seven years. No, I mean, for like you and me. Oh, 10-year reunion. Yeah. Yeah, far out. What a party that would be. Just you and me. You and me and all of the people. Oh, but not get copyright for that. (laughs) I know that sounded like an angel, but far out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're very strict on that thing. Oh, The whole, apparently. I don't know. I haven't run into it yet. Yeah. I could imagine, like, you upload a YouTube video. You do have to be careful. Yeah, if you go viral with a, a track playing over the top, of, of your YouTube video. And you, you get done. Get, yeah, a couple of thousand and people recognise. Yeah, you're done. Because YouTube have all these little bugs that like scan your video as you're uploading it and then they're just like, well, you've got uh, some random tracks in here, you can't have that. It's crazy. Yeah, they can just so like sense a, that. An instant Shazam. Pretty much, yeah. Speaking Shazam's Shazam, pretty fast. Yeah, speaking of Shazam, I remember me and Andrew Drummond, shout out to Rummo. Uh, Rummo, we should get him on the show. Oh. <laughs> the big scrum, the big scumbag. I have. Um, I remember we we have got a lot of so friends. drunk one night, and um, we couldn't think of the song to type into iTunes. So we just got onto Shazam and started singing it. <laughs> Do you remember what it was? No, nah, to try and get Shazam to recognise. <laughs> Come on, you must we know because I want to hear it. Oh <laughs> uh, look, it was probably some like Calvin Fergal- Harris, Fergalicious. Oh, yeah. probably Calvin Harris actually. Yeah, probably Calvi. Or Black Eyed Peas, who knows? Because that was a real Rummo type era song. Yeah. Haven't seen Rummo in a while. Rummo's got a distinctive dance move, hey? He does. Yeah. I'm... He really likes to bring in the shoulders real close. Imagine you shrug up your shoulders as if you, 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 you're you showing someone you don't know. You don't know what the answer to a question is. And then and then you get your fingers and you point them like you got two pistols. <laughs> no, I love you, I'm sorry, mate. No, Rumbo, we'll get you on the show one time, even if you're not listening, probably not. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. um, so we've got a viewer question here. Um, <laughs> yeah. No one actually views this podcast, and <laughs> that was a complete lie. But uh, it says here on your Twitter account that you support Donald Trump. Please, uh, 
Please explain. No, man, I don't, I don't actually have a Twitter account. Or do I? <laughs> we'll get onto that at the end of the show. Yeah. But, um, no, no. Besides the point of Donald Trump, yeah. USA, you yeah. went there last year. Yeah. No, wait. Yeah, last year. Yeah, it was last, last year. year. Three months. Yep. What were you doing there? Um, so, I, I was working at summer camp. So, I went over there and um, applied to be a boat driver. And was teaching kids how to wakeboard, water ski, and then I um, did ro- ropes and rock climbing. Where was this? Ropes. And then um, basically it was in it's in the state of Maine, which is the most Maine. northeastern state. Yeah, northeast. It's like above New York. Above eh? New York, yeah. That's where I always say to people above New York. And they go, oh. But um, yeah, like the closest thing to Canada. Yeah. Like, just real rural, very like oak far trees? away from anything. We're talking like big yeah. oak trees and yeah, yeah, definitely, and a lot of maple. Maple trees like maple leaf, the big boys, yeah, the ones you see on those logging shows that just yeah cart away. Dude, they're great for um high ropes, and we have them really we had them all. Yeah, they're all over the camp I was at. Yeah, which is Camp North Star. Actually, I really hope someone's listening. That'd be sick. But no, um, we'll share it out. We'll get it. Camp North Star, how you doing? We're yeah. gonna get this out to you guys. Share it out. That's the beauty of audio. You can so just the, fling the it. The bloody Bernstein's. The Bernstein's own the camp. Great the Bernstein's. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Shout out to the Bernstein's. Shout out to Neve. Which, Neve, Neam, Neam with an L, I believe. Every time we're together, send Neve a video saying that we think then her name is spelt wrong. All right, let's explain this. All right, viewers. No, I keep calling you guys viewers, but you're listeners. All right, they're viewing. They're viewing. You're viewing. I, I like to think that you can imagine this podcast. That's what I try to try to emulate. So, I've never met this girl. I'm sure she's amazing. She's a great friend. Unreal. But. Her name is Neve. Neve. Spelt M I A M H. Yeah, N I A M H. Yep. So like yeah. Liam. <laughs> How do you Liam. Like Liam <laughs> with, with a H with Liam. an N. Um. Liam with a silent H on the end. Yeah. So I I first when I first saw this name, I'm like, that's Neam for sure. Yeah. I haven't heard that type of name before, but, but dude, that's just a classic art. She's extra, she's from Ireland, I think. I yeah, know, no, I think I, and Dublin. now after doing some research, yeah. I understand why that name's pronounced that way. Yeah, well, I don't actually. But no, <laughs> tell me. I don't know too much about it either. I can't explain to you fully, but I like looked up Irish names, and a lot of them are spelt different to how we would in terms of Western. Nippy. Nippy. Um, my brother's just interrupting. How you going, Josh? You're on the show. What's up, y'all? <laughs> uh, he's just coming to ask us. We've got dodgeball tonight, actually, so we're, yeah. we're squeezing this podcast in before dodge. Yeah. Eight, we got dodgeball 8.50, mate. 8.50? Oh, and now the dogs are in here as well. Josh, can you take Bella out? Bill, get out. Come on, Bella. You beautiful dog. Now, this show is completely unedited, so uh, this is live. Oh, we've got two Bella, bi- you're live. We've got two dogs. Two beautiful bitches. And Bella's here. knocking the chessboard everywhere. Oh, God. The whole Darling. perfect setup is... <laughs> Is absolutely ruined now. Bella, let me get to move that towel. Come on. Out of here, Bella. Good girl. Beautiful. She's walking out. I've got two beautiful dogs. Seven and Bella. Yeah, so where were we? One's adopted. And I've got uh, three beautiful brothers. Josh, Will and Sam. I'll get all of them on the show eventually, so you'll, uh, you'll hear from them later. Absolute rigs. Yeah. Where were we? Uh, dodgeball. Yes, we've got dodgeball later tonight. Our yep. team is Team what? Wrecked. Team Wrecked, R-E-K-T. You might not think that's how you spell wrecked, but it is. It really <laughs> Somewhat is. like Neve. Huh? Somewhat <laughs> like Neve, yeah. Actually, perfect segue for spelling. Yeah. 
So Team Wrecked. I don't even know how it originated. Actually, it's from all those memes no, way no. back in the day. Yeah, I think it was from Davo. Davo's no, brand. Remember, like we, yeah, his brand, but we got the spelling of Wrecked from from the memes. You know yeah, how it's true. like you're like pew, 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 Wrecked. Wrecked. Yeah. 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 yeah I agree. And then Davo, of course, another another mate of ours. We'll have him on the show eventually. Yeah, another beautiful soul. You cannot drink. Has a has <laughs> has a racing team called Team Wrecked. Yep. And subsequently, every team sport that we've ever done, after the point of using the word wrecked as a name, has been Team Wrecked. You're thinking on the way here, yeah. the, the actual brand name, Team Wrecked, it's like I'm guessing is owned by Dave, has, but like the whole thing of like the sports that we do and the stuff that we actually like associate with, yeah. when we're all together, has touched so many people. Like, how many people have like been a part of the Team Wrecked at one point? Like, yeah. They'd be like oh, up to yeah. 100 yeah, two hundred people that have played on the team. Yeah, but like yeah. in like general, like everything with, even with um like Dave with the car stuff and me and Tomo and, and Chop with the car stuff, like so many people have been touched by Team Rex. So like yeah. it's getting big. It's brilliant. That's that's the beauty of creating a brand. Yeah, he's got a that's bit of a following doing. on Instagram. Yeah. Like that's pretty good. Yeah, for oh, if you, if you want to check it out, what is it at Team Rex? Yeah, or Rex Racing? No, uh, at we team should Rekt. know this. At Team Rex, it's Team Rex. It should be at Team Rex. At Team. Wrecked, R-E-K-T. Check yeah, that out. Our, our, one of our boys runs a, a racing team. He's got a pretty cool Instagram. Yeah. I don't use Instagram that much, that often, as you know from last episode. I had a break off social media for a bit. Mm. Back on the Snapchat, though. That's my favourite. If you want to add me on Snapchat, at Mr. D. Burke. But, um, I'll give you mine. But where were we? We haven't even made a single move in this chess game. Oh, but actually, no, we're talking about US. US, before we get distracted. Oh, yeah, true. Why did you go to the US? Dude, good question. I went to the US because, um, so I did. I did my like full trade. You know, you know, as a boilermaker slash. So wait, you finished. Finished. Let's go back. Finished high school. Yeah. You were doing. Were you doing the boilermaker like yeah, boilermaker trade after? Yeah, straight after school. What does that involves welding? Yeah, it's just a lot of welding and fabrication. Yeah. Okay. Um, and but it's making things with your hands. Yeah, bodybuilding yeah. is predominantly with the automotive industry. So yeah. anything to do with cars, trucks, trailers. Not to be confused with the weightlifting. Definitely not. Which we, are, oh, that's my world of bodybuilding. <laughs> yeah. Your world of bodybuilding is um, steel. Yeah, steel. <laughs> yeah. Not that my muscles aren't steel, but yeah. <laughs> nah, nah, I digress. So high school, boiler so making trade. Yeah. Finished that after four years. Yeah, and props then, to you. Yeah, thank you. And now big achievement. For, yeah. Yeah, I know, right? Um, that's and and basically I um, started working. I left the place where I was working to do my apprenticeship. Left that and how long were you there for? I was there for like four or five years where. I that's a long shit. stint. Yeah, and then yeah. I did. Um, I worked. Did, started building Brisbane City buses. Right, did that for a little bit. So teams. building buses. Yeah. Like as in, how how much of the bus do you build? Like the. Mate, does it I come was in just as like, a shell or. No, yeah, the buses would come in with a just a chassis with a big Volvo or Mercedes motor. From, that's it. From Germany or I think yeah, from Germany, and that's it. And then we build everything else. Yeah. But so I like, wasn't actually a part of the, the fabrication out. process, funnily enough. But like, I was fully qualified to do all that stuff, but yeah. I was only put on to be a fitter. So I was fitting um, just parts, which is probably not what I normally would like to do. But like, yeah. at the time, it was really good money, and I was young, and I wanted to get out of the place I was working. Yeah. And so I finished there. And, and so you come in as a chassis, and then a full-blown <laughs> bus, like a working bus would leave. Yeah, 100%. Wow. Yeah. yeah, it's really cool. Yes. Yeah. Two big lines, yeah. And then I left there and started, I got a job um, building hearses. Hearses? Yeah, cars that take You said something pretty amazing um, 
I don't know. What's it? What's a hearse worth? Hearse, like a brand new Mercedes or Commodore hearse, is worth up to three hundred fifty thousand dollars. Three hundred fifty Australian dollars. Thousand yeah. Australian dollars. Yeah. That's like a, a house. Lot. It's oh, like mate. an apartment. Yeah. Well, it's like that's, if that's, you buy, like, think about this though. If you buy a hearse, yeah. you're buying into a business. Like, yeah, you're running a business when, from that. And seriously, think about it. When do people stop buying? Like you will never run not out of yet. business. Yeah. Not yet, yeah. If I, it's like yeah, a hairdresser. Like yeah. people always gonna need haircuts. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So until some robot can start doing it. But but like it's not and it's not you're not paying that much just because of the business, like that was a bad way to put it, but you're paying that much because of the the amount of man hours and like So pure run me through what does it take to build a hearse? So you got you get a normal sedan car come in and yeah, then so you just chop it up. Into yeah, it's not a sedan. You get a we get a wagon and yeah. and basically that wagon is cut in half. And stretched, uh, wow, two meters, and two then, meters, yeah, and then no, a meter and a half, sorry, yeah, and then um, like the roof is cut and lifted up a meter, so yeah. and you build all that in house, yeah, wow, yeah, that's a really like it's that's unreal, like um, it was a massive eye opener when I went there and started working. You've cut a whole car in half, uh, yeah, it's awesome. I kind of a whole brand new car in half, yeah. I've done wow. it a couple of times now, yeah, um, so uh, yeah. How and, do you cut a car in half? Just with a big saber saw, it's called big saber saw. A big electric saber saw, literally a lightsaber. <laughs> yeah, it just it's takes massive. a bit longer, I'm guessing. Yeah, just like well, it's not like your Star Wars. You can't just cut through anything. Yeah, yeah. It's, fuck, it's um, it's but it's a really long process, right? And these things, um, they take a lot of handcrafting with like big old English, um, almost like coach building style of fabrication, which is oh really, which is like. Like everything with uh, panel beating and coach building, which is a different trade to bodybuilding, which is the trade that I am, right? Yeah. Is all basically by look and by feel. If something like you can't looks, do it with a machine. Yeah. Yeah. If to something feel it, yeah. looks and feels like nice and smooth, like if you're making a corner piece on a car, you're literally making it out of a flat piece. Like of where steel. the door, like where the door meets the roof, like that curved bit. Yeah. 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 Like and and when we cut that, we have to make that by hand. We don't have big presses. But to do that stuff yeah. so you have to like bend that and, and it's not by measurement you don't do anything by measurement in that scenario you're doing really? everything by feel and yeah. by, by sight which is like a true art form in itself yeah. and something that I'll really never like be able to really truly um, master master because it's just it's very hard I, yeah I don't think anyone would because it's just like you just keep getting better and better and better and better yeah. and then you but never once read you, a point of once you start function. like once like I've done a couple of things where like um on corner pieces of cars where it yeah. literally took would take me a week to do a piece of steel Berkey like this big like I'm like really? no bigger than my face like yeah to get to this certain circle that is incredible it must yeah. be um incredibly satisfying once you once you finish that piece yeah it is dude I'm getting off topic and yeah, yeah. so no no, I was that's, there. no that's what I want to hear about I want to hear about these little intricacies yeah, that no, I don't know I about there, right? yeah um Right, so like I basically I just got over. Um, so you finished that. That's where you're working before you went to the USA. Yeah, and yeah. so I was just like, man, I just want something else. Yeah, and I'm like, I don't know what I want. I want to go on a holiday. I want to get away. Like I'm just yeah. sort of getting bored. How how long was this thought process going on? Like that you were Probably getting bored. Like five six months. Yeah, and then um, I my auntie said um I was like I want to come to a holiday to America because my auntie lives in California with a yeah. like, beautiful family, and. Um, she goes, well, why don't you just um, come over? She goes, why don't you not come over for a holiday? Why don't you come over for a working holiday? Yeah. I was like, great. But like, how do you do that in the States? It's very hard. Like, I can't do it with my trade. 
Um, and then she goes, why don't you work in a summer camp? I was like, what? Like a summer camp? I never even thought of that. And so I looked up this summer camp and like, I like got like pretty interested seeing like all these like yeah. fun outdoor things like I'm pretty yeah, outgoing like I like that like stuff adventure stuff yeah. yeah and like camping and stuff I was like oh sweet so I got into that basically um, the first like I went and organised through a, a sponsor who's called CCUSA I remember we went to that event down yeah, at the coast you came with it, yeah. yeah that was the first like thing that we went to that was the first thing you went to and yeah that's we went we to started. this like jobs event or like uh, it was at a high school at the Sunshine Coast mm which is about an hour drive from where we live. And I'd literally just come back from the USA mm. and you were, like, I think that was the second day after I got back. I, I yeah. just had like a month in the US. Yeah, that's right. And then we're going to this event for you to go to the US too. Yeah. Um, I remember that. Yeah, and you were getting all this in, these info packs off yep. um, all these like career counsellors that were offering jobs in the States. Yeah, and it turned out none of that could help me because they were all for university students. <laughs> so, oh, really? Yeah, but, so, but I've ended that's up trying... Finding one through that same company, so I was right, yeah. and so um, I got into uh, I got an interview with a, a camp, um, yeah, which was around the Boston, um, New Hampshire side, which is um, Camp North Star, yeah, and I got the job straight away because like I'm like I was like 23 and had great life experience, got a train under my belt, drive drove boats like all my life. So how long was it from the application process to like saying you've got a job? Um, oh, like six months it took oh really because like I'm working full time and stuff I was like I didn't really have the time just to like put in so you had this thought process for about five or six months then you applied and then it took another six months before you actually accepted yeah wow yeah so a full year yeah yeah, but I I, like this was all I got um, it took uh, yeah about about a year and a bit like from when you're like I need to change and then until you're like I'm going to the states basically and so I got one there and uh, went over worked there for um the the whole summer the American yeah. summer and um and then went and travelled after the camp that's awesome how long were you there in total in America yeah um three and a bit months I remember writing the reference for you for the um yeah for the right. job interview <laughs> yeah like, you were my of, boss yeah, <laughs> I was yeah I, I pretended that I was your boss what would you pretend to be my trainer uh no. swim coach maybe yeah you were my yeah. swim coach yeah that's I think right. you were a swim coach. Which could be true. I did work at a swim school yeah. that you swam at. So, hey, you could work it out. Yeah. If uh, the the people in that camp are listening, that totally didn't happen. <laughs> no, they're good people. They're like, I'm sure they love me. Yeah, exactly. It's, You're going back there, mutual. right? Yeah. So I loved it that much that um, I'm going back. And, and they asked awesome. me to be a supervisor. Same place? Yes. That is incredible. Yeah, they asked me to be a supervisor this I time. I should come so over. I'm actually going to be like Say hi. in charge of a few people. Which would be really cool. How many how many people would attend this camp? Um, uh, all up, probably like uh, 300. 300 kids? Yeah. Far out. It's but, a big place? Yeah, like, but all no, in one place. The good thing is the summer is it's very long. So yeah. what, let's say there's nine weeks in this summer. Oh, so not all at one time. No, so there's intervals. There's like three or four intervals. So people come like two weeks. Like six at a time. So yeah, I think pretty sure the way it works is you come two weeks. Or four, or six, or seven. Yeah. And I think that's it. Because there's like weeks before I start training. Yeah. And a week after we're cleaning up. But um, yeah, so, and, but basically these guys get, like they send their kids to either the two, four, six, or seven weeks. And um, 
A full seven weeks you can go. Mate, there's some kids that are there for the, the whole time, which wow. is like unreal. Yeah. Like, what an experience. And expensive. <laughs> I can't imagine how much it would yeah. cost. Because it's, it's quite an expensive camp. officially how much? Um, oh, I just guess. Look, I know it's like... A couple of thousand a week. Yeah, let's just leave it at that. It's a couple yeah. of grand a week to send your kids wow. out. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. these kids are getting the best time. Uh, like, yeah, that they're all, all food taken have. care yeah. of. Like, like there's a motor, reason why sports like you talking about you were saying you're doing like water skiing and stuff yeah. like that. That's like there's that's awesome. there's been a new owner right who's come in last year I think was their first year and there's a reason why every nearly every single kid came back because like these kids just get it so good and like the experiences they get is nothing like they get at home like yeah like these guys are really how far would these kids come to these camps oh we get some from all over the world like we get really from Korea Korea China, yeah wow. Italy. Oh, I didn't know it was international. Spain. Oh, extremely. Yeah, yeah. I thought we it even was had. Just, I thought it was just had a girl. US. We had a girl who who was from Brisbane, who was living in somewhere in Malaysia, and would constantly come back and forth to America. And she, I think, she was like thirteen with her dad. Yeah. Wow. And her dad was from Brisbane, and he was just like a from Nunji College. So like we had heaps. Not of far from there. us. Yeah, it was awesome. But um, yeah, literally all over the world, man. Like um, you name it. Small world. I had I had a kid um who is in my cabin and his name is Alex and he could speak three different languages and he was only 14. Wow. Yeah. He was, he was, big, I have no, such he was, a respect for people who can speak he was multi languages. Uh, living, uh, I don't know where he was living. Yeah. So he was, he was um, French living in um, Vietnam, could speak French, Vietnam and English, Vietnamese and English. Vietnamese is very difficult, I've heard. Yeah. Well, it sounds difficult. They, yeah, they, have, they have seven different tones. Really? So you can say the same thing seven different ways, I'm, I'm roughly guessing, yeah. and it would mean seven different things. Fine. So like Chinese, you have four tones, four main tones, Mandarin. Yeah. And then Vietnamese has seven, or maybe nine, I can't remember. Oh it's, it's something ridiculous, yeah. It's, well, not ridiculous. Sorry, I'm not bludgering Vietnamese, I'm just saying... Compared compared to English, yeah. in my eyes, it's it's a lot more harder to learn. And I've tried learning Chinese and did it for about three months, and I had didn't get very far past greetings and stuff like that. But yeah, if I know if I kept going, I'd probably probably get better. But I got different things in my mind. But that is awesome. That's an awesome experience. And yeah. so you're going back when this year? Yeah. So I'm going back for um I'm going earlier. So I'm going for four months this time. So. Um, with the visa. Wait, did you went last time three months? Three months, three and a bit, yeah. So this time I'm going to go four because I found out you can travel a month before you work this time. Because last time I just... Wait, what? I just worked? No, 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 no. Okay, so you... Okay, you worked two months? So I worked two months and travelled for the month after, basically. Yeah. Um, but I found out you can actually travel beforehand a month, work, and then travel again. So you get a four-month visa, basically. That is incredible. Yeah. Um, so, and so, where did you go last time you went travelling? Um, all down, like straight off camp. Like, I knew no one when I went to this thing. So, afterwards, because I had You such, went by yourself. Yeah, I had yeah. such great friendships, like, come out of it. Like, awesome. And um, these are other camp, like, uh, coordinators or... Counselors. Counselors, camp yeah. counselors. So my my co workers, yeah. So, they're about your age, like our age? Yeah, going from like 20-ish? 20 to. I got really close to like the people that were like a little bit old, like 20 to 23. Yeah. Because a lot of them. A few of them were like 18, 19. And oh, like, yeah. But like still, everyone's great. Um, but yeah, I travelled basically with a group after. We just got an Airbnb 
Um, I went, like, we stayed and bust basically to New York, Boston, Pittsburgh, um, wow. Cleveland, like, heaps of places. That like, Chicago, awesome. like, we, we stayed in literally the slums of Chicago. <laughs> really? <laughs> like, the hood. Like, you know how there's stuff, there's, like, the Bronx. Yeah, in New York. Like, yeah. Compton, Detroit. Yeah. Chicago is, like, up the top. Like, it is, like, probably if one really? of the or if not the hardest, like, bug sort of area. I didn't know that. And, um, yeah, we, and we got this Airbnb mistakenly right in the middle of this place. Like, that's a really tough area. And, um... How would you know, though? You don't? No. Oh, we didn't. Like, when, we when booked, you book it, yeah, yeah how you would just, you know? It looks like a beautiful townhouse. Yeah. And it was, it was awesome. But, uh, no, nah, gunshots every day. Really? Fire, like, yeah, sirens going off all day. There was, like, people running up and down the street. Like, you just got, like, random people running up and down the street. Not jogging. Running from something. <laughs> Literally outside your house? Yeah. So what, what, like, are you, did you stay in the house? Or like... Honestly, yeah, we, we, we go to a day trip into Chicago, the city, which is, like, beautiful, massive yeah. city, um, really nice. And then um, we come home at night and we would just stay inside because... First of all, there was like rural backpackers from foreign country known yeah. as to like look like the demographic that are from Chicago yeah. in the area. And um, none of us sound and like you don't that. know the area. Don't know anything. Yeah. So we stay there and we're just drinking um, and have parties in our like little house. How many of there were you? How many people were there? Uh, I think there was like eight or nine. Yeah, that's a cool little group. Yeah. And then one night I actually like I was I like I risked it and I was like, you know what, I'm I'm going out, I'm gonna get some some more piss for the boys. And I went out and like it was the biggest eye opener. Like like um I thought that I've seen rough streets in like Brisbane. Yeah. And nah, like these, Nothing these streets were like real scary, man. And I went to a bottle and I was walking through streets where I would you wouldn't even hear a, a cricket. I got to this bottle there's 300 at least people all crowded around this bottle at like 2am at night. doing this liquor store? Yeah, yeah. Doing what? Like, what 300 fuck? people just waiting. Yeah, like what the fuck were they doing? Yeah. They're all just like out the front getting pissed, smoking crack, like just out the front. Drinks. Yeah. And like, I'm, I'm like, think about it, like, By yourself. I'm like yeah. this real skinny, tall, Caucasian male walking in a, a red polo shirt. <laughs> Wow. To get a, a carton of piss. Yeah. And I walk in and there's a, like a seven foot security guard going like, you look out of the ordinary. And I'm like, yeah. You said that? Yeah. I'm just like, yeah. Sorry, mate. My I'm dad's a like, lawyer. You're wearing, <laughs> you're like, you're like wearing my dad's a lawyer type outfit. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, country club. Yeah, probably look French, like Fresh from the country club and you're walking through the hood. And I was like, um, yeah, no, I just need a, a carton of butt or something. And he's like, yeah, come here. And, and he's walking around with a shotgun. A shotgun? Yeah, literally like, like a shotgun. In front of him, like yeah, holding and it. Yeah, and this store is just packed, and it's like the size of this room that we're in, which is like, what, five by... Whatever, yeah, five by... Yeah. And, um, yeah, basically, I get this I get this um, carton, and I pay him money, and he goes, you best be running home. And I'm like, okay, I just like got the message real quick, and I like absolutely ran home. Yeah. You ran home? Yeah, I got out of there, and like you should have seen the people just going, like, asking me, and like trying to like tap me on the shoulder and stuff to try and like come over, like... Who knows what they were going to do? Yeah. Probably doing nothing, but like... Yeah. Big scary moment. Yeah. <laughs> was it worth it? And another... <laughs> yeah, dude. It was it worth it? <laughs> Mate, it's all worth it for the stories. Yeah, that, like, that's it. I haven't heard that story before. That's yeah. insane. You heard about the story like, about... literally had a, a shotgun, like, in 
holding, wielding a shotgun. He was like, holding not a even, shotgun, man. Not even... Yeah. <laughs> I'm guessing he was the store owner and that's, was sick of people outside yeah. stealing. That's Yeah, that's like... I was walking through Wall Street and there was like US patrol with M16s walking down the street. <laughs> that's like, just thing. literally walking down the street with full-blown assault rifles in wow. the middle of Wall Street. Wall I couldn't street, believe it. Wow. And they had like an armoured truck like just with like six of them standing around. Wow. And I don't know if it was Biggest like just because it was some... Special occasion, or that's just how it is. Yeah, I don't know. Because we, we that's that we would never see that in Australia. Nah, it, nah. I've never seen a gun in real life here. Oh, I probably have, but yeah. like no one actually holding it. Ready yeah, to you've shoot. never seen a, a rifle in the street yeah. or something like that. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, and what and, was? And remember that I told you a story about some dude like trying to fight me in Cleveland because I was wearing a New York hat. No. Oh, maybe, maybe. Let's. Just Let's hear it guy. again. This big Let's guy. Let's go back. We were just sitting there in Cleveland. Yeah, I was sitting with um, the, the three chicks I was travelling with at the, at the time. It was Sinead, shout out. Uh, Jess, shout out. And Rach, shout out. Bunch there you go, girls. Dudes. Yeah. And I was sitting there and this guy just randomly come and come up, comes up and goes, you better be paying for those girls' meals. And I was just like, ah, oh, yeah, just like laughed it off. I'm like, oh, what the fuck is this? So wait, what's the about? scene? You were at a booth or at sitting a table? At, no, sitting at a table, sorry, outdoor, out like outside. At a table outdoor and you're just having dinner. Yeah. And this guy comes up to you and just says, you better be paying for their meals. Yeah. Like seemingly out of the blue. Yeah. Okay. Literally that, what yeah. you just said. And, um, and I'm just like laughed it off and he just like stood there and started to like, um, go like, I would never make my women in my life pay for my meals. I'm just like, so they're not paying, mate. We're just eating. I just said, we're not, we're like, should they're not paying. They're, I said, I'm not paying for them. They're just eating and I'm just eating here and that's it. Trying to get him to like, fuck off. Yeah, like get out, get <laughs> and, lost. Like you're not trying to and next minute he's cause just any like, trouble. He's like, you shouldn't be wearing that hat here. And I'm just like, what? He goes, don't be wearing that that Yankee hat here, boy. So he had a Yankees hat on. Yeah, he's like, you could get shot or stabbed or whatever. And I'm just like, this is a big black man like standing in front of me. And I'm just like, bro. Like, come on, I'm just here eating a meal. I don't, none of it. Probably because I was with the girls, too. Yeah. Like, and it was like, that was the worst part. I was just like, in front of these girls, like, this guy's just like verbally assaulting me because I'm not paying for their meals. Yeah. And basically, because oh, you're wearing a New York, a Yankees hat. Yeah. In Cleveland, which Cleveland is Ohio. Yeah. 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 Ohio, because they And, um, but yeah, this guy was just trying to have a crack at me and like, keep like, throwing threats at me, like, Saying he's gonna drag me out the street and bash me. What? Yeah. Really? Yeah. You're saying that? Yeah. And just I'm, in front and, of everyone. In front of the whole like restaurant, and I'm just like grinding my teeth, like oh, another yeah. day, Jan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't with these three ladies. Yeah. I'm How like, big was this guy? Big guy. Yeah. I like, would have had me me work cut out. No, no, yeah, it was alright. But yeah, that's but, crazy. But um, yeah. What was it? There's another one. Didn't you say you um you saw someone get stabbed or something? Yes. First night in Boston, I saw a guy get stabbed. Saw saw it actually happen? Five or like metres behind me. Like, I saw a scuffle. Didn't see the knife going. I saw a scuffle, but thinking, yeah. what the hell are these drongos doing? So wait, let's paint the scene again. You're in Boston. Yeah. Walking, just walking down the street yeah, me by and yourself. This, me and this, uh, this lady that I met, um, she was um, doing the same thing. Her name's Lindsay. And she's like, oh, we'll, I'll cook you dinner. We're, we're both at this hostel. Let's go what get What do you some... mean the same thing? We're in the same hostel. Oh, okay. Yeah, and she was doing the same camp type thing, but a different different camp. So like, oh, okay. Yeah, we just like got along pretty well. And she's like, "I'll cook you dinner." I'm like, "Sweet, don't have to go get dinner." Walking back from the store, next minute, big scuffle happens with this Hispanic and this uh, like black black guy, and and basically turn around and there's like they're like wrestling on the ground, 
This guy gets How up. How many? Five people? Two. Two. Yeah. And this guy gets up and the Hispanic dude's got no shirt on and just has this like gaping hole above like his, uh, below his armpit and just pouring out dark, dark red blood. And like I've never seen it so red and it's like gushing. And he's just like, him and his mate like that he was with who didn't do anything was just like following me and Lindsay. And we're just like walking like, holy fuck, get away, get away. Like trying to get out of this. They're following you. Yeah, but like not following us. I think they were just trying to get away from that area because they heard sirens and cops were coming. And we're like, we're like power walking, they're power walking. And we get around this corner and then this cop just like charges this car in front of them, tackles them both. And like tackles them both. Yeah, does nothing to this guy with just gaping hole. Bleeding out of his like, like you can see sternum. him bleeding. Yeah, and the cops tackle him to the ground. Yeah, because these guys are resisting you. arrest. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh wait, so the cops were driving, following them. No, the cops just like come in from the other direction and just like license stopped sign, them and stopped they them, yeah. they didn't they didn't stop moving. Yeah, and so they're just like, well, we're going to tackle you. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and that was an interesting call. Telling my mum that, like, yeah. I just got to Boston and I like tell her I just saw some guy get stabbed. Wait, were you staying in like a rough area as well or what? Oh, uh, I was staying in Chinatown, so, you know, I guess parts around Chinatown I think are pretty bad around there. Wow. Awesome. Is, were you in Airbnb? No, hostel. No, hostel. 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 That's yeah, awesome. Cheers, yeah. how, how good are, are hostels? Mate, you'll never find the a hostel people. the same somewhere else. They're all yeah. different, eh? Yeah. yeah, they're all in, like, where, where was it? Everywhere I went in Japan, mm. hostels were incredible. I couldn't imagine, I can't imagine like, some of the types of hostels would be there, like, and different technologies in yeah. there as well in Japan. It was it was insane. Like some of them, like, paying twenty dollars a night to stay, like Australian dollars, which is nothing. Yeah, like that's a meal out. Beauty, like yeah. ch- more less cheaper than a meal out. Yeah, and these places were were phenomenal, especially traveling by yourself. If I was ever traveling, like when I travel again by myself, I'm not staying anywhere bar hostels. Yeah, with people though. Uh, Airbnb. Airbnb, yeah, hundred percent, definitely. So yeah. Yep. perfect. Far out. I was listening to Don's podcast, and and that's so cool that the stuff that he was doing and um the last episode, I yeah, think with the Don. farm, no, yeah. where he was saying we stayed stayed at the farm. We couldn't stay anywhere. It was like wasn't like four grand a night or something. Yeah, we'd stay on this farm, and, and so had the like TV stayed, yeah, yeah, for longer because he loved it that much. Yeah, exactly. That that opens up all the. I don't know, Airbnb has just opened up a whole nother world. Dude, how much of a piss up was Donald the other night? Oh my gosh. We got so, back. So, uh, our best friend, um, Donald. Yeah. One of our best friends. You heard him on the last two episodes of the podcast. Came back from London after two years. And we had a gathering at his on Saturday night. And there was about at least a dozen of us close friends there. Mm. A few of them all will come on the show eventually. But yeah, we had an awesome time. Yeah. We had he has uh he's a bit of a cyclist so he has these two um <laughs> these two racing, racing bikes. bikes. One's actually I can't remember which country it was maybe like oh, Denmark France. or Dane France something. It's an ex Olympic bike yeah, and he's French. he's just uh put his own kit on it and it used to be like it actually was in the nineteen eighty six Olympics or something like that and it? yeah and it, the green and yellow one the one you were riding. That is and, a tough bike. Yeah, and um, it's the full. It's a full steel frame, so I know what that means. I'm not a cyclist, but uh, apparently it's good. Yeah, good. And yeah. getting a lot of speed. What happened was, oh, we got another interruption. Who's this? Oh, Glenn our boy Zeno. Hello. 
What's yeah. going? We've got another, another member of Team Wrecked uh, busting through the door. Everyone's asking us if we're ready for dodgeball or not. Oh, it's near 8pm. Oh, we might have to wrap that. this up soon, Roscoe. Nice. How are you, Zeno? Not bad. You're on the show now, mate. Oh, Welcome. Lovely. Welcome. Nice We've got two guests you. on this show. So, um, anyway, Don's got this, these two cycle bikes, and we had a full-blown velodrome going on his back deck. <laughs> Yeah, which awesome. uh, which is not not the biggest. It's a pretty big deck, but not certainly not big enough for a velodrome. Yeah, Am I saying it right? Velodrome. Yeah. Velodrome. Yeah. Velodrome. Yeah. Yeah. The thing you ride around in a cycle. Dude, we should go to them because there's some big stacks. Really? I mean, why do you go to that stuff to see people stack? <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine. You get like 70, 80 k's an hour around there. Imagine the road burn. Yeah, it'd be slippery. <laughs> in life. Far out. I can't imagine. And and then how did we finish the night? Oh, we went um. Skinny dipping yeah. off the end of Seancliffe Pier. Yeah. That was watch, epic. Watch Don just smack his pelvis. Yeah, mate. So Don is Don is six foot seven. Let me paint you a picture. Six foot seven. We're all on the end of this pier. And uh, a few of the guys have had, had a few drinks or whatever. And we... Uh, there's this little ledge that you can go down at the, at the base of the... At the very top of the pier, which is as if you're walking down to, towards the water. It's like a, a subset level over the end of the pier. I'm not sure if I'm describing it well, but essentially there's a set of stairs that leads to a lower level of the pier. And I'm I'm down there, I'm about to jump in. Chris has already already gone down there and, and laid down on this this mesh. lower level. Yeah, which is like mesh so the water comes up underneath it. Very hard to explain. And then I look up and everyone's encouraging me on the top of the pier to get in and I'm sort of having second thoughts. And then I try. I start convincing myself that I'm going to jump in, and then I look over and I see Donal, who's still on the the top of the pier, mind you, and I'm about six feet below the pier, so I'm a lot closer to the water than he is, and he's fully fully naked, and runs across the pier, launches his six foot seven body up over the guardrail, clips his knee on the way over. And ends up landing fully on his back in the water. Yeah. He went, what did he go from? Perfect perfect swan dive, swan dive form pause, yeah. to, to a perfect back flop yeah. um, in the space of half a second. It was, like, was, it was like seeing a blotto Jesus <laughs> clip his pelvis and just get cut in half in the air. He got cut in half flop. in the air. <laughs> oh, it was epic. What he an took epic it like night. a champ. Yeah, but, and then, then, I, then I followed suit. I got my gear off and jumped yeah. in. I was very salty that night. Then we shared a bed that night. Standard. 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 There's a few more stories to come from that. <laughs> but um, anyway, we better wrap this up. Yeah, we got dodgeball soon. Otherwise, we could keep going. This is this is flown by. Yeah, I could. This is good fun. We'll definitely have another episode sometime in the future. Yeah. So um, where can uh, people find you on Twitter? People <laughs> <laughs> um, find me uh, at Chris Hellcunt. <laughs> that's it, yeah. yeah. That's it, yeah. That's uh, that's your username from yeah. when? At Chris 2011. Um, yeah, and I've got a couple of really good posts in there. You guys can check it out. <laughs> no doubt, you get a good read of it. But um, yeah. but um, yeah, check it out. Yeah, that's where all our viewer questions came from tonight. Um, <laughs> thank you all for posting those. Yeah. This game of this game of chess has gone very well. We've we haven't moved a single piece all night. Well, oh wait, wait. There's one piece moved. Was that you? Zeno, Zeno's moved in peace. Good, Good lad. Thank you. Well, uh, thanks for having cheers, me on, mate. Cheers, mate. Been, been absolutely good. unreal. Yeah, this is my first talk show. You know, like I wanted to do this because like this guy's gonna get famous one day for this shit. 
I'm gonna be the one. To you're gonna be. You're gonna be episode twenty-seven. Yeah. We're the twenty-seven club. Twenty-seven club. And twenty-seven. Did, but did we die? No. No. We still here. We still here. But we're almost twenty-four, man. Far out. Yeah. I've got um. What is this? Twenty-seven. So seventy-three more episodes. You'll be on at least three of them. Yeah. Let's put them in the bag. So we'll just save it for later. Right. Anyway. Let's go Thank get some headshots, mate. Yeah, we've got dodgeball tonight, so you're, uh, you'll hear about the results tomorrow. Hopefully we get up, but uh, if not, we'll still have fun anyway, because we just do it for a laugh. But thank you all so much for listening. I hope you're having a great day, whatever you're doing. If you want to check me out, my website's mrdburke.com. All my social media handles are missed at mrdburke. I don't use it very often, so uh, good luck. And uh, if you learn something new, make sure you share it with someone. Catch you later. Coming home. He's coming home. Voice of the intro, one night only. You'll never understand it because you're not into the joke. Coming home. <laughs>